0: The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, click on the link in this episode's description. Today, why has the Chancellor's mini-budget been received so badly? The new Chancellor has set out his economic plans in a statement to the House of Commons. Kwasi Kwarteng called it a mini-budget because it's not an official budget, but it's actually one of the biggest changes to the country's finances in living memory. It includes getting rid of the 45% income tax rate for higher earners, dropping the basic rate down to 19%, and it reverses the former chancellor Rishi Sunak's plan to raise corporation tax and national insurance rates. This will simplify the tax system and make Britain more competitive. It will reward enterprise and work. It will incentivise growth. It will benefit the whole economy and the whole country. These are the biggest tax cuts in 50 years, and they're being made in the name of economic growth, which sounds great. So why have they come in for so much stick? Normal budgets are accompanied by forecasts from the Independent Office for Budget Responsibility. By presenting a budget in all but name, the Chancellor has avoided this scrutiny. It's easy to see why. The numbers just don't add up. Quasi Kwarteng's tax cuts will cost almost £45 billion pounds a year. To fund them, the government will have to borrow enormous sums of money so much in fact that total government borrowing is forecast to rise above 110 billion pounds by 2027 that's 80 billion more than the office for budget responsibility predicted in March on this trend government borrowing is set to reach its third highest peak since the second world war the markets which will have to lend the government money to fund these cuts are worried about the sustainability of this borrowing the interest rate on 10-year government bonds spiked by 0.5 percentage points after Kwasi Kwarteng's announcement, making it more expensive for the government to borrow money. It was the highest jump in a single day in more than 30 years. If this higher rate persists, it would add 5 billion pounds a year to borrowing. Another measure of how spooked the markets are is the value of the pound. We are keeping an eye on the currency markets around the world because the pound has fallen to its lowest level against the US dollar in 50 years. A weaker pound will make imports more expensive and because the UK imports more than it exports, the prices of a lot of goods and services in the country will rise. The UK imports more than 50% of its food, for example, so the cost of everything from fruit and vegetables to oils and grains will go up. And that is in an economy where inflation, the rate at which prices are rising, is already very high. And a lot of the forecasts suggest it'll be back up in October. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't call 9.9% inflation good news in Mm. in any sense of the world, given that the target is, is two. Kwasi Kwarteng's tax cuts are almost designed to create inflation. The idea behind them is that they will allow people to spend more of their income. But injecting demand, some 40 billion pounds a year, into a high inflation economy puts the government on a collision course with the Bank of England because its job is to control inflation. The central bank raised its base interest rate to 2.25%, its highest level since 2008, a day before Kwasi Kwarteng's announcement. The markets now expect the bank to raise its rate to a staggering 4% at its next monetary policy meeting in November to stop the pound slide. If it does that, then it will increase the cost of consumer debt, like mortgage and credit card payments, which are already an issue for people on low incomes. And the tax cuts announced by the Chancellor won't help those people. An analysis by the Institute for Fiscal Studies, an independent think tank, found that only people with incomes of at least £155,000 a year will be net beneficiaries of quasi Kwarteng's plans. Here's Mark Littlewood, head of the free market think tank, the Institute of Economic Affairs, which has been advocating these policies for decades. If all you care about is the distributional impact of the tax cuts in the next 24 weeks, You're not going to like this package if you care more about the poor. Kwasi Kwarteng's economic plans have been called a gamble because he's forcing through huge changes that risk the sustainability of the country's public finances that may widen inequality in the hope of generating economic growth. It's possible that through concerted policy reforms across government and through luck alone, economic growth may be higher than expected but that's an odd way to make economic policy in the 21st century. The Chancellor isn't just gambling on a mini-budget. He's betting the house. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. This episode was written by Paul Caruana Galizia and mixed by Imi Harper. To get the first three episodes of Hoaxed, a new series from the team behind Sweet Bobby, you can join Tortoise Plus on Apple Podcasts. You get your first three days free, and then it's £4.99 each month after that. the sense maker.